Going camping on the weekends can be a lot of fun, but we find that it can also be stressful. And so in today's episode, we want to talk about what are some of those stresses and how we handle them. Hey everyone, my name's Patrick. And I'm Patty. And we are Travels with Delaney. We love RVing. We have been doing this thing called RVing for 17 years now. That's a long time. That's a long time. (laughs) If you think about it, but then it seems like just yesterday. That's right. And it has provided us so much freedom and independence to get out and explore the country. Oh my gosh, we've seen so many cool things. But let's face it, Patty, there are times we have been very frustrated. Oh yeah, it can get very frustrating. And that's honestly why we started Travels with Delaney, the YouTube channel, because we said maybe we can share some of the things we've learned along the way to try to help others out so that they don't experience those same frustrations. Sure. So, and that's why we do what we do. Yeah, absolutely. So Patty, how have you been doing? I've been doing great. Um, The kids are in the swing of it. My goodness, they're such a nice group of kids and um, I'm getting spoiled. You know why I'm getting spoiled? Why are you getting spoiled? this year's group, they're a small group. Like we're talking like 70 kids. And normally we have, and it's going to be crazy next year to have more like 110. Wow. Yeah. So they are a small group. They're easy to work with and they're, they're fun. They're funny. So I'm enjoying it. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe we're nearing the end of the year. Oh my gosh. It just seems like it was just January. I know. Yeah. And here we are in the final quarter of 2022. And it just seems like it was 4th of July and bam. I know. Things are just, I don't know. People always say, and you don't believe me, like when you, as you get older, the time speeds up, you know, days go by quickly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's true. It does. Well, I actually <laughs> found something interesting I wanted to share with everyone. Oh, um, yeah? So our episode number two, hopefully you got to hear that on traveling in your RV with your pets. Mm-hmm. Um, I found, I was, I don't even know why I was looking, but um, the KOA locally has pet sites. Now, all, yeah, well, all campgrounds, obviously, most campgrounds are pet friendly right. anyway, or like out in Pennsylvania, they will only have in the state parks, like certain loops that are pet friendly. But so our, they, what makes them a pet site? So, yeah. So our local KOA has these sites to where um, you have a fenced in area at your site mm-hmm. for your pets. <laughs> so as opposed to walking right. up to a dog park. Okay. In essence, you have like a little dog park at your site. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And um I kind of want to go rent one. Yeah, just to see what it is. Yeah, and and, and try it out and possibly make a video for Travels with Delaney um, to just to show everybody because I had never seen that before. Well, no, and normally we carry our little fence that we put up, you know, if we can take it. Now we can with the new truck, but wow. I don't know what they run because honestly, I checked like three weekends and they were oh, sold out all three weekends. Oh, my. I guess I should put in during the week, although sometimes week rates are cheaper than right. weekend rates. Right, but right. yeah, so it and, and what it looks like is my guess is they're not cheap because it sounded like it was one of those upgraded sites anyway, where you get like a, a patio. A pad, yeah, with patio, patio furniture. furniture. I can't remember if there was a fire pit, like a oh, propane wow. fire pit, but it said a fenced in area for your pet on your site. That would be awesome to see. I'm thinking what we need to do. Is I think we need to talk to our friends like Jeff and Lynn up at Forest Ridge yes. and um, uh, Kevin and Angie over at Happy right. Acres. I think we need to talk to them about putting in. This uh, is the new thing, peeps. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. I think we should put in like a 
a Truman and Beth site. They could, <laughs> they could they could market it as a travels with Delaney site, and and then we'll go stay, and then they can say you know the world famous Truman and Beth have stayed here. We could like I envision like the fencing having their little faces all of a sudden here and there in their little fence. Yeah, that, that would be cool? that would be great. I mean, That'd I don't awesome. I, I, I'm I don't know that I could talk <gasps> any paw prints in the concrete. You know, like they stamp their paws. I think yeah, you know, right now. Both Jeff and Kevin are cringing if they're listening to this going, oh, here, here goes Patrick again with his harebrained ideas. Especially Jeff. Especially oh Jeff. Jeff, you know, Kevin, Kevin's just getting to know us. Yeah. So he has no idea what he's in for. No. But poor Jeff. He, what is it? They People call you um, a good influence, bad influencer or something? Well, they say good I'm a good influencer, influencer bad influence. influence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jeff, unfortunately, has heard a lot of my harebrained yeah. ideas uh, this past yeah. summer when we were up there. Yeah. And, um, but I was like, wouldn't that be great? Like, I never thought about that, that you would have sites that, that cater cool. to pets, yeah. not just saying, well, they're pet friendly, because no. again, most sites are pet right. friendly, but to actually have things. And we see hotels that have done this. Right. You know, there are hotels that will do not only just pet friendly rooms, but actually the room has amenities for your pet. Yep. You know, maybe they put in a, a pet bed and and water and food dishes, and there's some snacks upon arrival. Why wouldn't an RV park owner take advantage of that? That is so cool. That's a neat idea. Yeah, because I would have to think the investment cost would be fairly low mm. to put up some fencing. Well, and I don't know the number, but I would think a lot of people travel with their pets. I, you know, I should have looked up that number. I believe it's a fairly high percent, like more than 50%. We see a lot of pets. We saw cats and dogs this summer, right. people's pets. We even saw a pig one summer, pet pig. Remember Cooper? We did, we did see Cooper the pet pig. So I don't know. I just thought that was That'd interesting. Cool. And it just seems like I know we would pay a little oh, bit yeah. extra for something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, so it seems like it would be a revenue generator. So anyway, Kevin and Jeff, if you're listening. Take notes. Take notes. <laughs> So, Patty, this week, we want to talk mm -hmm. about weekend camping. Yep. You know, on YouTube, we see so many of these channels where it's full-timers, yeah. people who live in their RVs, right. traveling all over the U.S. all year long. And, and those are very popular channels. They are. But I have to think that the vast majority of Americans who own RVs don't, don't get, do that. Don't do that. Right. They are going out on the weekends. In fact, I always feel like we're somewhere in between that. Right. Because I think because as a teacher... It our summers we get to go, right? And we don't have to worry about time. Basically, we just go for those months that we're out, and it's kind of like we're semi, yeah, like part time yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and, and we know people who are kind of jealous or envious. They think we are full time. Sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes and, people think we are yeah. full time because we go out for. Six well, people weeks. are jealous too because we have that time and right. I get that. Yeah, we're very fortunate. We are we, lucky. we we realize that, but the rest of the year. Yeah, we're we're weekenders, we're, we're weekenders. Mm -hmm. and so you know there are some struggles. Like we love going out in the summer for six to eight weeks. Oh, it's a great time. It's just it's just so relaxing. It's you don't have to worry about like the getting time. up to go to work, right? And, yeah, <laughs> just the time. Time right. is a thing that's a big deal when you when you work, right? You know, especially with me at school, it's really time is everything. The timing of lesson, the time of the day, time, time, time. So you don't have that right. in the summer. Yeah. And so when you can go out for long periods of time, mm -hmm. it's a it's a totally different feeling right. because you're not worrying about packing up and rushing home, right. that type of thing. And, um, and we always kind of come back to reality mm -hmm. when we get home in, oh, yeah. in late July, because then all of a sudden it's like, okay, 
Now we can only go out on Friday and Saturday nights. Yep. We have to go to work right. Monday through Friday. Yep. And so, and that's where some of these struggles, at least for right. us, and, and I think it would be interesting to hear what others have to say, like, do you feel some of these same stresses we feel? And I think the first one is when we book a weekend, mm-hmm. like we have some weekends still coming up right. this year where they're just like a Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. The first thing is, again, because you're working um, five days a week. Yep. I'm working five days a week. I, I do have the fortunate uh, situation sure. of where I do some remote work, right. but I still have stuff I have to get yep. done here at home. But just trying to figure out how are we going to pack to go away for two days? Right. And it's just, um, well, and it's kind of seasonal because, you know, if we're going out when it's still warm, it's like you have summer clothes. And then you always want to throw in some winter clothes because you just never know. And then what do you need exactly? You don't need as much. But, you know, it's kind of like, what do I take? What do I don't take? And you got to get that. I usually try to get that done by Thursday night because I know on Friday, like you usually take me to school and then I come home or you'll pick me up at school and we leave and go right from school um, to wherever we're camping at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you can spread that packing out and and not wait till the last minute. Right. And I try to do that, too. I try to think ahead. Right. Patty does most of the packing mm-hmm. of the clothes, although I grab what I want, right. but, and in like the health and beauty right. things out of the bathroom, I tend to worry you about the food. food. And so I look at like, can I start loading the refrigerator right. on Wednesday? Um, now we're fortunate. We are able to keep our RV here at the house. That's I keep easy. it plugged yep. in the R- the refrigerators on all the time. If we were in a situation like we used to be years ago, you couldn't do that. You were not allowed mm-hmm. to keep your RV at your house. So then you added another stress, which was when do I go pick up the RV? Yep. How many days can I? And I think when we were in the subdivision, wasn't it just a couple days? I think you were allowed like forty-eight hours. Okay. So, I mean, I could go pick it up on Thursday after I got off work, but then again, we're doing everything on Thursday night. Yeah, you got to get it all packed up. <laughs> yeah. So I really like the fact that we can keep the RV here. Right. That's that nice. does help yep. alleviate some of the stress. Right, right. But you know, by you know working on stuff throughout the week, where right, and usually like if we are knowing we're going to go camping, there's certain things I will leave in the camper when we start doing weekend camping. Camping, like, okay, I'm not going to take these shoes in and out, like these tennis shoes or my hiking shoes or certain sweatshirts. I'm leaving it in there because I know, you know, I don't want to take it in and out, in and out all the time. Right. Right. And then like for us looking at travel time. So you mentioned already that I typically will take you to work on Friday morning so that I can pick you up with the trailer in tow. That saves (laughs) us. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it can save us up to an hour potentially. Good. Um, But when we're going out in the fall, winter, and spring, here in Indiana, it is getting dark. Already, it's by before 8 o'clock. It's like 7.45, 7.50. It's starting to get darker right here. And I hate arriving at campsites, especially if I've never been there after dark. And just seeing where you back up. And usually I get out, I have a flashlight, I try to help with the light. It is, it's challenging. Right. Yeah. And that's why we tend to try not to go more than two hours away. Right. Especially on a weekend, a weeknight right. you know, weekend. It's just um, for us, two hours. It's is about the max. Two enough. and a half. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even that is, you know, so yeah. pushing it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's another stress is because we have to have time to get there and we're going to have to have time on the other side to get home. Right. And we can talk about that here in a minute. But well, um, sometimes even like we're planning our first night's meal, we're thinking ahead of time. 
Right. And sometimes it's something we might pick up. Like we've been like crazy enough that we will stop. I'm thinking like at an area where we could park and go to a Panda Express and get some to go, or we'll pack some fried chicken that we cooked up and then we just heat it up. Or you have those, you know, microwave meals or things like that. What are you going to do? You know, you're just, you're trying to make sure because you're, you're hungry and tired. We've worked all week. Right. And you don't want to have a big stressor of what do we eat? Yeah, because if if I pick you up at, and we leave the the school parking lot, let's say by three forty five, yeah. we have let's say a two to two and a half hour drive, and then by the time we actually get set up, I mean you're probably looking at what six six thirty, and Maybe. then and then yeah. if you've got and you know, we have to cook dinner, so that's why I either try to plan out like ahead of time, like you know, is this something we can just heat up? Yeah. Can I make something? refrigerate it, heat it up. Yep. Or like you said, um, we'll splurge. Yeah. <laughs> Get God bless the Panda Express in Perrysburg, Ohio, yeah. uh, right near a Meyer. Yeah. It's right by a Meyer parking lot. So plenty of room to yeah. park and I can run over and get Panda yeah. if we're headed that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is, again, it's, it's another, it's just, we, we start compounding like all these things. Yeah. And, and again, we're talking about literally within 48 hours because you, if you leave Friday after work and, and then you're going to be home by Sunday night. I mean, right. it's, it may not even be a full 48 hours. That's so. why we always gauge. Okay. How far is it away? Cause you know, you don't want to drive hours and hours and hours, you know, two, two and a half is plenty on a weekend trip. Our favorite, one of our favorite places is 45 minutes away. Right. <laughs> and now we have our another favorite place is what? 15, 15 minutes, minutes away. away. Yeah. And so, you know, on those weekends, at least you get away, I guess. If you know, it's 15 minutes, it's not being at the cabin. So. Okay. I would love to hear if people can leave <laughs> comments or, or whatever. I would love to hear like, how far away do you go for weekend camping? And do you think it's ridiculous to go 15 or 20 minutes away? Or do you actually do that? Yeah. I would love to know. Are we right. the only ones that have, I mean, it does seem kind of silly to spend, you know, let's say $90 for two nights that's literally 15 minutes from our house, but it just, I feel like when we go in the trailer, it feels like we're getting away. Well, and I know for me, when we're camping in the trailer, I'm not worrying about how messy the cabin is. Do I have laundry to do? Do I have to work on the flower beds? All the things that need to get done here. I, it's not even in my vision. And and that's one of the things that I wanted to bring (laughs) up, you know, so if we know we're going away, let's say on a given weekend, when do we get the chores around the house done if we're not home on the weekend? Because that's when most people do their right. chores. So that's just another element. Right. And and to think about that too, because you know, if we're heading out for the weekend, I don't like to come back to um, massive loads of laundry. Right. I like to come back to maybe some laundry just from the camping weekend. And so I'll try during the week, like to do some laundry, like on Tuesday and Thursday or Tuesday and Wednesday to get it so that um, when we leave Friday, I don't have a ton and you do, right. or do a great job because you'll do some on Friday before you pick me up too to finish up or you'll vacuum the house or right. do different things around here, mow the lawn, whatever we need to do. But we try to we try to what camp every other weekend. No, that's kind of our pattern. We try to go every other weekend. It doesn't always work out no. that way, but you know the idea is that way. We always have a weekend home to catch up on things. On things, and and sometimes you work. just need that downtime. Right. You just need to not have that stressor. Right. Right. And you know when you think about it, a weekend trip is short. I it mean, is very short because again, if you're not getting in till six six thirty. Have dinner. It's Friday night. You know, we will stay up later because it's Friday night. Right. But you're not doing a whole lot on Friday night. And a lot of times we're we're just too tired to 
even go right. out and make a fire. Or anything. It's just <laughs> like, just like <laughs> yeah, let's just veg in the trailer. Right. And um, so that gives you basically Saturday. Right. You Saturday have- to go explore. Maybe like we like to, you know, in the fall, do our pumpkin getting and our mom looking and our apple picking. But I'm just yeah. curious. You're you're a language arts teacher. Is is that proper grammatical? Like pumpkin getting. I'm being facetious. I'm oh, being okay. Silly. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm putting know. some voice into my words. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so nobody would fail your class if they. No. 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 That's okay. Because it's right. part of voice. You're telling your story. Ornery. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we go do stuff on yeah. Saturday mm-hmm. and then, and then Sunday morning. Right. We're not, sometimes we got to think, okay, what time do we want to leave? Because right. that depends on what time we need to get up. And usually with the distance we have, we don't have to get up super early. But sometimes we no. got to make sure we're up and moving. Well, I think that's why we don't want to go four or five yeah. hours away. Because if we do, then you're we got to go. the purpose. Yeah. So then you're, 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 if you don't want to get home late on Sunday night. Right. So I think that's where that nice, you know, middle ground, like maybe a couple hours. Right. Yeah. We figured out what works for us. And that's that what works. Because then we're home by maybe two in the afternoon, right. one, two or whatever. And we can get the trailer reset and get the laundry. And Well, a lot of campgrounds, checkout time is what, noon? Yeah. So even if you want to push it, you know, you maybe can stay till noon. Right. And, and so, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we don't, I mean, unless we had a really long way to go, um, no, we don't, we don't get up early mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. But no. again, you're not probably going out and doing a whole no. lot because you do have to Start you know, packing, packing up. up and hitching up and Preparing then. Preparing everything for travel. Yeah. Yeah. And um and then once we get home, we're not done. I mean, no. once I back the RV, unload stuff that we need to wash or yep. medicine, makeup is what I usually think of. Um, and we don't, and some of the food we don't want to leave out there, maybe. So yeah, and it takes time. I mean, it I'll be does. honest. You know, by the time I back it in, yep. I have to unhitch. And I'm speaking to the choir here. Everybody <laughs> listening is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they know what I'm talking right. about, you know, and you, you, by the time I get the landing gear or the stabilizers down, right. slide out, back out, yep. you know, it's just, a, it's, it's, it's a time. It's time. And so and then next thing you know, it's Sunday night and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I got to go to work tomorrow. Uh-huh. So I do think that's, you know, versus, you know, now the next best thing beyond, I guess, weekend camping is when we can take a week right. or two. Right. We're again fortunate as yep. educators. We get those breaks. Yeah. You know, so we get basically two weeks at Christmas. We get a week at spring break. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little bit better. Right. I mean, at least in terms of we can go farther. Right. Yeah. You're not worrying about a short distance. You can go a little farther and right. see things. You know, I used to crack up at like the uh, full timers on on YouTube would be like, oh my gosh, we had a, a really long drive day today. We had to drive five hours, I'm you like, know, Ooh. and we'd laugh yeah. because, you know, when like spring break, you know, who, spring break, we're hauling tail. Yeah, because you want to go to the beach around here, the closest beach, you know, probably Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Golf hours. Shores. Yeah. And if you want to go and have some time to chill at the beach, you got to go. Yeah. If we did, if we did four to five hours mm-hmm. a day, we would spend three days getting there. <laughs> yeah. We would have one day at the beach and, and three days to get home. Yeah. Can't and do and you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I always crack up, but I will say this in their in defense. The summer, that's what we do. We don't want right. to go miles and miles and miles. As I say, in the summer, I become one of those full timers yes, <laughs> where I'm complaining about anything over literally about three hours. Yeah, I'm like, oh. We gotta go four hours. Yeah, literally this summer, I said to Patty one day, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we have such a long day," and she's like, "Really? What is it?" I'm like, "It's like four hours, you know." (laughs) And and I think you laughed at Uh me. Well, that one day you're like, 
we got to go so far. We got to go 10 miles. <laughs> we did. When, when we were at Camden State Park uh-huh. in Maine, uh-huh. um, we were relocating down to McGuntacook uh-huh. Campground. Yeah. And I think it was like seven or 10 miles. And it's probably the slowest I've ever driven. Yeah. Because we literally stayed right up until checkout. That was checkout. the latest we stayed, I think. I know. We stayed, I think, right until, what was it, noon. Noon. And we usually don't do that. No, normally we don't wait mm-hmm. till the last second. And then I drove about as slow as you could legally drive. <laughs> And I remember we pulled in at the campground. I think it was about 1220, maybe 1230. I don't know. There was some traffic. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I went in and (laughs) um, they were so nice and said, oh, your site's ready. You can go ahead and go on in, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, yeah, but normally, you know, we, and so that's the difference between having time where you can take your time Uh with the travel versus these weekends to where you got to go, you got to, you got to move. Right. You don't have that luxury of being lazy. And I'll be honest, there (laughs) up until what, four or five years ago, six years ago, I always worked full time in the summer. Right. And so we did not Mm -hmm. go. And back then we had a seasonal site. And I think that will be a whole nother podcast. That was was fun. Right. But I think that's a legitimate discussion. Yeah, it's a good way to go. Yeah. And we'll save that for mm-hmm. another podcast, mm-hmm. the the pros and cons of having a seasonal site. But if the only thing we could do would be basically weekend camping, I think I would consider that again. Absolutely. It was it was fun. Yeah. So yeah. but I mean, you know, I think there are things we do. Like I said, I think that, you know, for key takeaways um, for people listening to this podcast is, you know, our things that we do is we try to go out every other weekend to give ourselves a break. Right. We try not to go more than two hours. Right. We try to plan ahead throughout the week, try to do some of the packing or at least the meal planning. And the food planning, yep. yep. And um, and try to get the chores caught up throughout the week. Right. So that when we do get home, we just don't feel overwhelmed. Right. I don't like feeling overwhelmed. That's right. <laughs> so, so you know, let us know. I'm, I'm curious to yeah. hear what people have to say and their thoughts on, do you feel some of that pressure mm-hmm. when you're just going out on the weekends and you have a sh- very short period of time right. and, and you still have everything going on throughout the week? Each episode, we like to provide you with a what we call a Delaney pro tip, something that we've learned along the way that might help you out. And so one of the things that people tend to struggle with sometimes is their refrigerators, especially in the summer, just not keeping the food cold enough. If you have a traditional RV refrigerator, that would be one of your two-way or three-ways that runs off a 110 and propane or 110 propane and 12 volt. And Patty, one of the biggest things that I think we've done it ourselves mm-hmm. in the past is people overload the we refrigerator it before so tight and that's not good. Right. Because you, in essence, have those metal fins at the top of the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. That's where the cold's coming through. That cold needs to be able to drop to the bottom. And feel if, the move. That's right. So if you load up every shelf in your refrigerator. Yeah. Not good. You can't, it just can't. So one of the things we try to do is we always try to leave gaps in those, those shelves. Yeah. Space things out. Yep. Yep. And we try to leave the fins that top row more open sometimes. Don't put the eggs up there because they won't freeze before. Yeah. 
but move things around if we've learned where to put things and kind of space it out to get the best airflow in there. And I know you said one time, sometimes people put a little fan in yeah, there. Yeah, if you can't, and even if you're still struggling, you're like, Patrick, we, we are leaving these gaps, but we're still not getting it. You can actually find little refrigerator fans that you can just stick in there and that's gonna help to circulate that air throughout your refrigerator. And it's going to help to, um, again, keep that right. food good and cold oh, for you. Yeah. So this is a case where less actually is more. Right. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode three, three. already. I can't believe we're on the third episode. Oh, my gosh. And uh, as always, we could not have ever made this possible without our friend and producer, Jim Kuzman. Jim. Jim, thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. Jim's the one behind the scenes <laughs> that goes through and edits it and makes it all nice. And maybe someday he'll get paid. Maybe, you know, <laughs> once we get some sponsors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Jim, because uh, if it wasn't for Jim, you guys would not be getting this outstanding sound right. quality. Absolutely. And uh, it just flows. He he does he, a great job. He does what he needs to He's do. A to, he makes us look good. He does. Somebody needs or to. Or sound good, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people are glad that they can't see us. So, unless you're watching the uh the video version on oh, our youtube channel fly today sporting the crystal palace from Paul uh, jersey but that's probably a, another, another discussion. discussion that's right all right everyone again we thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you in an upcoming episode and until next time we'll see you on down the road good night everyone bye bye travels with the lady we'll see you on down the road 